this like a lot. <laughs> but she'll just like face plant over the end and land like vertically. <laughs> with like her neck kind of sticking out of her hand. Like, why did you stop doing that? Like, no, that never worked. I do about it. But, well, welcome everyone and thanks for joining us here for another episode of Lot Justice. This is Sudsy. This is Marianne. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, I paid uh, better attention this week. You're, you're getting it. You're getting it. It's like <laughs> the 10th show, but you're almost there. So Marianne, did you happen to watch the news today? No, fuck the news. There, apparently there's some sort of pandemic. Shut the fuck up. No, I swear to God. And I made I a lasagna today and that's what should be on the news. Yeah, <laughs> it should be. <laughs> And you know what? I could make lasagna because I had leftover lasagna noodles on hand because the last time I made lasagna, I got, I, I got pretty high while I was making, like before I put it together and I forgot to put most of the noodles in. So it was like a cheese and sauce casserole. Oh my God. Oh, that's awesome. But it really it worked to your benefit now. Exactly. Good. Little did I know that stoned Marianne was, uh, preparing for this pandemic don't you love it when the fucked up you does something really beneficial for the future sober you yeah absolutely i do like puts water and aspirin on the nightstand or something yeah i remember the the, the pinnacle of that for me was in my early like my mid-20s um i woke up one morning like super hungover like mid-20s hungover. <laughs> so, and I looked next to my bed and I had a Gatorade and I was like, oh, hell yeah, past self. And then I went down to the fridge and I opened the fridge because I think I was making coffee. So I went to get milk out for my coffee. And I also had bought myself at like 2.30 in the morning a breakfast sandwich for my future <laughs> self. And I saw this sandwich and I was like, holy shit oh my god this is the like this is the highest achievement of my life fucked up us are very thoughtful i feel like i really jump into action when yeah. i'm not thinking yeah quickly. i i have some of my best ideas when i'm blackout drunk i just know it oh totally absolutely anyways oh, no. how are how are how is the pandemic today um, you know, things are, things are going south. Obviously, that didn't stop us from making it into the uh, studio here, but we are social distancing, just so everyone knows we are taking proper precautions. We are There's, on opposite. Uh, we, we installed bulletproof glass between That's us. That's right, so, but we can see each other, so we're just gazing lovingly at each other from across the studio right now. Yes. Uh, I did lick your microphone a bunch before you came in, but that's just kind of part uh, of my Well, I like when routine. you warm it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Tastes like Marianne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. But no, things are, you know, I actually, today is the first day that I've, I've actually felt some anxiety about this because so far Me I've been, too, actually. I don't know. I've just kind of been handling it and I work from home. One of the, the key points of, of working at a deli is that you can do a lot of it from home. Yeah. Um, turns out you can... <laughs> cut the cheese from anywhere you want. Hey. <laughs> um, but so it's my, my own personal routine has not been screwed up that much. Again, as, although as we were talking about earlier, not being able to make it to the pub, just like one day a week to kind of go and socialize is really starting to, to take its toll on old Sudsy. It, it's some, uh, I, it's where I get a lot of my social interactions and it's, it's kind of my home away from home. So we're starting to miss that. Although we did have one of our neighbors and who is also our councilwoman had uh, a little happy hour 
in her on her block corner, which we called a far party is what we call. Oh, it. I love that! And everyone kind of like brought their long chairs and and sat you know ten feet away from everybody else, and it spilled out onto the front lawn. I mean, it was out on the front lawn and into the street and, and everything, and just kind of allowed everybody a couple hours at the end of the day to blow off some steam. That's and, so and nice. Yeah, but yeah. now I'm nervous today because. I'm reading about what's happening in Italy, which is harrowing, and I'm reading about New York, who's going to go on lockdown soon, and I don't oh, think we're going to be able to do far parties for too much longer, so. No, we just, Philly just got the uh, everybody stay home edict today, so I think Jesus. a far party would not, would not fly here anymore. They, you can still go outside for exercise. Um, no. I don't know who gets to define exercise. <laughs> I'm just going to continue to take walks. That's yeah, basically I mean, been when I get out. Like I've, unless you're a runner, and I am not a runner. I am not built. I to was run. once upon a time. I am not at the moment. Yeah, but, uh, I was actually starting to think that I should try to plan some type of goal for myself, like running a 5K, which is really not a run for me. It's kind of just like a shuffle. I just have a really weird gait, and I kind of have like, all right you know, like, <laughs> you know, verbal Kent and the usual suspects. Yes. That's pretty much how I run. I just have one leg that I kind of <laughs> lob around next to me. I'm just not the svelte animal type who I'm not, I'm not. Well, you've like had like Puma. foot problems too, haven't you? No, not really. Or you have like special <laughs> inserts? Oh yeah. No, I do have, I do have. Special, I was like, am I yeah. making that up? Cause that's a no, really no, yeah. weird thing to make up about no, someone. No, that's head. true. The arches in my feet collapsed at, um, on my birthday, which was, uh, Atlantic city, um, 2012. Hey, how about Atlantic city? You think that's going to happen? Oh no. Well, you know, if there's any place that's ready to handle disease, it's Atlantic city. So. That's true. There's always a higher level of disease in the in the atmosphere there. Speaking of Atlantic City, I think I'm really worried about music venues. So my best friend runs a music venue and she said, um, I mean, she doesn't know if they're going to survive this. She was saying a lot of others in the city are unsure of if they'll be able to reopen just because like if it were two weeks, they could cobble it together and work it out. But because it's so indefinite, they're like, I don't know what we need to cut. I don't know how much money we need to make it through this. Um, yeah, I honestly, awesome. again, just kind of my, my freak out today. I honestly think we're headed for a, a depression, like not oh, yeah. a recession, like a complete and total economic crash. I just don't see how there's any way around it. People can't, you know, we live, and again, this is something that's been ignored for far too long, which is that the majority of Americans are living hand to mouth. And if we're lucky, we have $10,000 in savings maybe, right? And if we're luckier, we have money in the stock market, which we're probably about to lose. Right, um, not lucky at the moment. In that but regard. not lucky at the moment. And then, you know, that $10,000 with living costs, what they are, that is enough to maybe get you through like, I mean, you know, four, six months tops. Like who knows how long that can get you through if you're out of work. And yeah. These small businesses are, I have no idea how they're going to recover. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be all doomsday. In fact, no, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, there's so many unknowns. It, there's no definite end date. It right now, the U S in general, and like you mentioned, New York, New York specifically are still very much on the upswing. I did see a small hopeful statistic is that, uh, Italy's, uh, deaths today went down, 
Um, so there's some hope that the social distancing and the measures that they have been taking are finally bearing but out. That's not social distancing. They called in the military, and I believe this is true. I, I was just reading an article on Friday. I think they called in the military to enforce a complete lockdown. Yeah. Um, like as not just social distancing, like do not come out of your homes, I believe. And I probably shouldn't be saying this without like totally, totally fact checking. I mean, yeah, they had to get a little more extreme in Italy because they did not take measures early enough or right. and a lot of people didn't take it seriously enough. They have a lot of old people. They have a lot of families that live as larger units. So there's a whole lot. I mean, it was just sure. a perfect clusterfuck there. But And then the question, of course, is do we think that Americans are smart enough to heed that warning? And I do not think they are. You know my opinion of... <laughs> no, I've people. seen pictures of people oh. on the beaches. I mean, oh my God. the reason, like, our, our mayor straight up said today... You know, the reason we're now t turning it into like this stay at home lockdown order is because, you know, people wouldn't listen. <laughs> yeah, he's like, most people are doing it. But yesterday, like the parks, there were full of hundreds of people playing basketball and things like that. And yeah, we know people need to get outside and be active, but how much do we need to spell this out for you? Like, just look at the damn numbers. Right. Because it's coming. <laughs> just stay home for a little bit. Like, that's and all. I think I think one of the things about Americans in particular, and I think it's for several reasons. Number one is that we're somewhat secluded from a lot of other countries, right? So, I mean, we've got our two borders, but besides that, we're kind of living in this bubble. And whereas like European countries and Asian countries are all closer together. So you, you've just got a lot more. What happens in one country has a direct impact on what happens in its neighboring country. We're a little bit more isolated here. So we tend to kind of live in this bubble, but like shit's getting real here. And I wonder how much it's going to have to take for yeah. people to realize, oh, this is on my doorstep right now. Like this is right here right now. And I, there's something missing in the cognition of a lot of Americans where until it is on our doorstep it's just not our problem and it's not a reality like we're, we're really able to compartmentalize and and disassociate and um, that's I think going to be work to our detriment in this case yeah uh, it doesn't help that our leader right now his primary concern is re-election so he gives these news conferences that could be incredibly useful um, sources of information they could be calming to the general public you know i'm not a, the biggest well, andrew cuomo fan but he has been more of a leader than trump in any of this in terms oh, sure. of trying to keep you know he's going to bat for everybody but he's also trying to keep everyone calm right and right. and recognizing like we will get through this right i mean i couldn't imagine somebody less qualified to be a leader in this case than Donald Trump. I, I, I can't even imagine, I, I can't even imagine who I would pick. Like if Honey Boo Boo were running the fucking country, she'd probably be doing a better job right now than Donald it's Trump just, is. Yeah. Some good news, uh, Rand yes. Paul tested positive. I saw that. I saw that news notification and I went into the room where John was and I was like, we have her first senator who has tested positive. Can you yeah. guess who it is? And he was like, you're going to have to give me more than that. I was like, just pick the one that you, that is always like on his own, doing his own thing, being a jackass. And he don't tread started, on me. Just started laughing and was like, Rand Paul. And I was like, it is Rand Paul. <laughs> here he's asymptomatic, so it's probably okay for us to laugh. <laughs> you know what was great when his neighbor beat the shit out of him? We were talking about that today too. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the kind of headline. That's the kind of headline I just want to 
you know, uh, and Matt and Freeman hanging on the wall amazing. and just wink at it every time I walk by. In other good news, Trey is barefoot <laughs> in and playing music. So. Trey is adorable, and He's I so really, really like his new songs. So there's four new ones so far. I never needed you like this before is the one he posted today. I just saw that one. Yeah. Um, it's good. But also, I'm like, I don't hang around my house barefoot in March, and you're in New York. Like, yeah. Don't you think his tooties would get cold? That's what I'm worried about. Mm. I did like, oh, and then Timeless. We should start like a GoFundMe, save Trey's tooties. Yo, you enjoy my socks. Yeah. <laughs> smell him some. I wonder if he knows. He can get socks with his own face on it. <laughs> um, then yesterday was Timeless. I, timeless is the whistling one. I okay, actually, and I really like liked that. that one. I am a sucker for whistling. Mostly I think that because, was nice. I like that one a lot. Yeah. Now, you know I can carry a tune like nobody's business, but like, one thing I cannot do is whistle. I whistle. I can whistle, but I whistle like in monotone. I have one pitch and that's it. No, is I that Reba? <laughs> yeah, that was Reba. <laughs> <laughs> I sound like an engine out of steam. <laughs> um, and then there was When the Words Go Away. That one is cute because it's just a picture of him and it's oh okay that was the one yeah the photo. well there's two of those he's I, writing a lot about like timelessness right now in general timelessness is the new ocean <laughs> he yeah i i'm expecting we're gonna get like a trey solo acoustic album out of this pandemic all right so uh coronavirus there's really no way we could talk about anything other than coronavirus today so marianne and i have for our listeners some tips and tricks because if disaster preparedness is the game sudzy and marianne are our names and we're here with tips and tricks to surviving the apocalypse <laughs> Before we do that, though, I wanted to, and we kind of started down this road, let's talk about just a, a few reasons that we might have to be a little bit uh, grateful or cheerful right now in these dark days. I mean, we are all going to die. Let's uh, be real. But we do have some good things uh, that are going on that I see happening. A lot of them are community related. Number one, thumbs up to all the online busking groups out there that have popped up on Facebook all of these musicians and artists that are putting up live streams of their music. I love it. And asking for donations if you have it, not demanding them if you don't, and just giving people an opportunity who are housebound to live stream some shows that um, they wouldn't otherwise get to see. And not only are you doing a huge service, a public service for everybody who is losing their minds right now, but you're really allowing us to see some music that we wouldn't otherwise be exposed to or maybe experience something that's not our style or Absolutely. a friend's band and thumbs up to you guys for doing that. And if you are one of the people like Marianne and I who have been enjoying that, please PayPal three bucks, five bucks, 10 bucks, whatever you can to these artists, just like any other workers out there, they are suffering. Their income is. Yep lashed right now so don't forget to dig in your pockets and donate whatever you can i'm well said and anybody if anyone's listening who's a musician or who has a side hustle that's now your main hustle or anything like that please feel free to post as well 
yeah, post on the Law Justice page or email us at heylawjustice at gmail.com. Such a good tune. And then, Marianne, I think you can speak to this. Thumbs up to Zoom. Zoom is... Yeah, man. They've got to be just in their glory right now. So my company moved to Zoom sometime last year. I think we used to use Skype for Business, which is the Microsoft uh, video conferencing and whatever software. And we moved to Zoom because it is more accessible for people with disabilities. And then... Almost immediately upon moving to Zoom, everyone in the company was like, wow, this is a zillion times better. They did a whole analysis of the various options out there and said that Zoom is the most accessible. Um, let's see, what else? Um, videos of people in Italy on their balconies singing oh my in unison God. out of solidarity. I, I saw that and my heart was just absolutely moved. And then I saw the other video of the kid out there with all his DJ equipment, like blasting electronica. I was like, Oh, I hope a sniper takes out his speakers because <laughs> <laughs> that would drive me nuts. But no, really anything that you can do in these trying times to um, stay tight with your community for your own sanity and for their sanity as well, please uh, continue to do that. And then lastly, I don't know if you've seen this happening in your neighborhood at all, Marianne. I don't know if you're on like nextdoor.com or any of those apps or if oh, you're yes. tight with any community members, but at least in my area, I'm seeing a lot of community, you know, locally organized groups popping up to step in to help those in need. So I just mm -hmm. signed up online. Um, I have to, pending a background check uh, that I will hopefully pass. I will be able to go out and like get groceries for people for the elderly. And the oh, I love that. Speaking of that, not just a shout out. I mean, been doing that stuff, but also a shout out to the uh, like Amazon Fresh and Whole Foods and Instant Cart delivery drivers who are still out there, still out there going in the trenches, leaving food by the door. So like people who are um, immunocompromised really don't have to interact with anyone at all. That's huge. And I, I know a lot of them are doing it out of necessity, but I think just throwing some appreciation their way too, because it's, yeah, know, I'm not out there doing it. So, <laughs> right. So right. on that note, there's a lot of really heavy shit going on and nobody is coming to our podcast for information. Mm -mm. I mean, we even managed to have David Steinberg on and impart such a small amount of information. <laughs> that was actually incredible. For a man who completely is, is he's like the walking information. fish almanac. Yeah. <laughs> we managed to get absolutely no useful information right. from whatsoever. Right. So on that note, we figured the best thing to do would to be to give you some virus tips um, that hopefully are just entertaining <laughs> more than anything you should actually do. Yeah. I mean, I have some really good suggestions, but they're all illegal. So anyway, go ahead, Marianne, kick <laughs> us off. <laughs> I have a lot of financial ones, but um, I think one that the, this is not financial. This is, this is more of a, you know, we're all kind of, are we going to get it? Aren't we going to get it? I thought of this yesterday. So I saw the news that Elon Musk is going to start help helping to make ventilators. And so if you're going to get it, I would say try to wait a little longer and time it so that you can get an Elon Musk ventilator because that is the Tesla 
of ventilators and that shit's going to be way better than like the Fords. Yeah. You don't need no crappy ventilator. You want to get one of those self-driving ventilators. Exactly. Exactly. And then you can probably fly. Yeah, (laughs) you can. (laughs) I don't know where you're going to fly to because this virus is going to be everywhere, but. Is it in the sky though? What about people who live on like private islands? Are they going to be what like, about them? <laughs> are they going to be like the sole survivors of this thing? Because like you think about think about like an, a zombie apocalypse, right? Because this is what everybody's thinking, and you always think like, why didn't these people just get on a boat and go out <laughs> to that island where the zombies can't get them? Did you see the? <laughs> yes. On a similar note, did you see the Jared Leto post where he was on like a twelve day meditation course? He came out. He came out of isolation, and the world was on lockdown. And he was like, "What the fuck is happening?" Yeah, but it made me laugh because I was like, "Of all people, to just be like a vacant vessel of humanity." Jared Leto certainly up there. He's not going to be able to buy his guy liner, and that's going to cause him a panic attack. Guarantee. I know, but I bet his hair is still really soft. I don't like guys with long hair. Oh my God. Sorry to say that. I know that's very anti-hippie of me. I shouldn't say I don't like guys with long hair. I should say my personal preference. I do not. I prefer guys with short hair and beards. I basically. Good news. I've met your husband. (laughs) (laughs) He fits that criteria. He does. A solid Uh, head of hair, a strong beard. I basically am looking for like the brawny paper towel guy. All right. Speaking of uh, paper towels. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Here's a tip. Uh, everybody's freaking out buying toilet paper um, yeah. because, yep. of course, nobody wants to be without in a time of need. But the good news is there is no need for you to buy toilet paper. You can just use the tickets for all of those summer <laughs> shows that you plan to see because all that shit is going to be canceled. <laughs> so they are useless. And you can use them to wipe your ass. Oh, man. Ivy would be so proud of us. Look at this. We're encouraging our audience to recycle. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, totally. All right. Okay. Next point goes to Marianne. What what do you think? How are people going to survive this thing? So this is just like a little thing that I think is both financially a good idea, but also something to do. So when I was little, I don't know why I loved doing this, but I loved... This was before like coin stars existed when you would get the coin wraps mm-hmm. and you would separate all your coins into quarters, nickels, dimes, and pennies, and you would put them into rolls. And then you could take them to the bank and cash them. You could mm-hmm. save them. So I think now is a good time to do that because it's really fucking tedious if you don't have coin wrappers lying around, which why would anybody? <laughs> you could use things around the house like condoms. They get condoms, saran wrap, sausage casings. Oh, no, that's a really good idea, though. Now is the good time to organize all of your shit, including right. coins. Do you have a lot of coins laying around, though? I Do people carry cash very often anymore? I So my coins, like, go into a bottomless hole because usually what happens is they live in my pocket for a while, and then I put them on a surface in my house, and then John scoops them up and puts them in, like, a bin of coins. So we do have coins, but <laughs> I don't know. Their path there is uh, – like, Coinstar wait. also is a ripoff because they take, like, 10% or something ridiculous. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, fuck them. Roll your coins, everybody. Roll your coins. Stay home, social distance, roll your coins. Yep. If, you, if you do those three things, we will survive this apocalypse. Exactly. And another thing you can do while you're home, you should jailbreak your Fire Stick or your Roku. Yeah, if absolutely. You that already. 
yeah. there's YouTube videos of how to do this. And what are you even doing with your life if you haven't done this yet? You can watch almost any movie or show out there. Why are you still flipping through Netflix when you can access just about anything else? It's not illegal to do it, actually. It might be illegal to download things that you shouldn't be, that you're not paying for. I'm going to look the other way on that. But yeah, jailbreak <laughs> that shit. Yeah. Steven's 70-year-old father jailbroke ours for us. before. Are you serious? Over. Yeah. And then, and then we kind of passed on some of that, that knowledge to other people, spread the, spread the love. But yeah, you can watch anything you, that you want. And, you know, I don't, I don't feel, especially in these trying times, that you really need to give Marvel any more money and then save that three bucks, that five bucks, and give it to some of the artists on Facebook who you're streaming as well. So thumbs up, jailbreaking. Thumbs up, downloading. Thumbs up, donating to local artists as well. That's my advice. Sudsy says it is so. It's great advice. Thank you. I've heard a lot of financial concerns, not just with how am I going to make my bills and things like that if you've lost work, but also with what's going to happen to the banks. Should I be taking all of my money out? And I think the answer to that is yes. Take all of your money out of savings and hide it under your doormat. <laughs> yes. Not even under your bed, but under your doormat. Yeah. And make sure it's in something highly flammable, like yes. a <laughs> cardboard box. A linen sack, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe, it maybe just, yeah, like a linen sack with like a dollar sign on it. <laughs> <laughs> just right under, you can, you can flatten it out a little bit, just like under the doormat, move the key. Let's be real. None of us have that much in savings that it's going to make that much of a lump. <laughs> right. Fish has all of our dollar bags. <laughs> oh, you know, that's the one thing I was thinking of. I was like, well, if summer tour does get canceled, at least I'll have like <laughs> two weeks of pay back in my account. Wouldn't it be nice if Fish was like, prove that you've been, show me your stats. And yeah. if you've been to more than like X number of shows, we will send you a stimulus check. Yeah, that would be awesome. Not that Trey's songs aren't lovely, but... Oh, they are. They are. We're talking about sending him socks, the least he can do. <laughs> I've, I've only got one more. I'm very ill-prepared for this podcast. I have some others, but they're bad, so I'm probably going to just skip them. So uh, uh, people, <laughs> people, are, uh, people are upset, uh, nervous, right, because there's a lack of, of hand sanitizer on the shelves. And, of course, people are turning to uh, hand sanitizer's pretty cousin, Vodka, um, vodka is alcohol and alcohol is in san hand sanitizer. So here's some advice. If you are out of hand sanitizer and worried about your hands being dirty, wash them with soap and then drink the alcohol to calm your nerves. Accurate. Just Excellent fucking advice. wash your hands. And uh, if you're out of soap, and that's a real concern, then you can uh, visit my, my friend's Etsy shop, Wicked Soft Soaps. She's given me a ton and I just like can't get through them fast enough. I'm showering like three times a day to try to <laughs> move on to the next one. Oh, that's um, another thing. I'm not showering that much. Hey, oh. that's another way to save money though, guys. <laughs> Nobody don't sees you. Shower. Don't shower. You don't need to fucking do laundry. I mean, nobody cares. Underwear. Yes. But like, do you know what? I hope we never have to go back to wearing real pants. I've been working from home for five years and I'm telling you when I do that one day a week, when I go out to the pub, putting on real pants is a slap in the fucking face. Like why yeah. do people wear jeans? Jeans are terrible. 
Why are you not all yeah. wearing elastic pants all the time? Who right. invented jeans? I bet some man invented jeans. They do seem like really impractical. And the fact that like we wear jeans and act like this weird blue color is the most neutral of neutrals. And they're not. It's not. I have one. It's very brief, but I think a lot of people are stuck home with their kids and they're I've heard a lot of complaints and I don't blame them. That seems like a really, really hard time to have children mm-hmm. you have to be home with them 24 hours a day. And for a lot of people, they have to both maintain their professional life and homeschool their children. Yeah. Um, on the flip side, you know, I've been through years of infertility. I know that there is quite a market for unwanted children. So I think now is a really good time to capitalize on selling your children Oh, yeah. Market prices are an all-time high. That's what I'm saying. I think people are like, well, fuck. You're facing the apocalypse. You start thinking about like what really matters. And, and yeah. Right. I think, you got, I think you've got mouths to feed. That's what I'm saying. You need to so, kind of reduce that. Especially if you have like, more than one kid. Mm-hmm. You don't mm-hmm. need all those kids. Right. Right. You can just choose the one you like least. Yes. And, uh, and dump it. <laughs> say dump it. Well, what are you going to do? Sell it? Is, is there something more immoral about selling a kid instead of dumping it? Jeez, Marianne. I mean, it feels more deliberate, doesn't it? You could just change the locks and put it outside like, like an old armchair and hope someone comes by and grabs it. Anyways, selling your kids, a great yeah. way to make improve some money. your financial situation and That's also right. your sanity right now. And let's be honest, you need a little bit more room in your house, don't you? It, it's going to be your entire world for probably the next three months. You so, can turn that kid's room into a yoga studio, an yep. art studio. Um, all right. What else you got? I mean, playing like playing chopped with all of the shit that's been in your cupboard forever. That'd yeah. Be really so fun. We, we've been like, we've been shopping for the apocalypse and we've also been going to the liquor store every day to get they supplies. shut our fucking liquor stores. Yeah, well, that's what we're afraid of. So we went in today and we talked to, to Ernie, Big Ern, who's, uh, who owns the liquor store we go to, gave him our uh, cell phone number so that he can text us in the event that he gets word he needs to close down. Oh, awesome. But what we've been doing is going in every day and getting just like a shit ton of booze in the event that we are you know, locked out and we can't get any, but we've also been drinking a shit ton of booze. So we've pretty much just been on a daily basis going through our surplus because we have nothing else to do. So in theory, what we're doing is stocking up, but in reality, we're just drinking five times as much as we normally do. Yep. I think that's, it was really funny. If we, <laughs> that was one of our essential stops last week was to go to the beer distributor and we ran into like everyone we know in the neighborhood there and we were like well we have a type (laughs) (laughs) and it's the people who during a pandemic are like buy all of the alcohol you possibly can now yeah well you have to do something to keep your yourself occupied and one can only do so many jigsaw puzzles and watch so many uh illegally downloaded movies from your Fire oh my god, have you started Roku? Uh, King Tiger? 
Yeah, oh I my God. Think. Yeah. Let's talk about that. We are only on the second episode. I feel like this is filling a void in my life I didn't know was there. And it's so fucking bonkers. The thing is that these people are not just the threat level midnight crazy, which they are. They're not just tumor rumors. Okay. They are also just fucking assholes. Like they're all just the most loathsome people that it's absolutely captivating. <clears throat> so if you're feeling bad about your current situation, Listeners jump on out in, there, yeah, jump on in because there is nothing like looking at terrible people to make you feel better about yourself. And these are for sure terrible people. Indeed. What shows do you think uh, members of Fish are binging right now? I bet I, Paige is like a Gilmore's Gilmore Girls fan. A hundred percent, and he cries at every season finale. I bet he does about how much they love the each end. other. Yeah. And he probably watches like This Is Us too, but maybe he only yeah. watched the first season because he just couldn't handle it after that. Yeah, Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. He wears his special his special pajama pants for Grey's Anatomy, mm-hmm. and like eats Hagen does. Yeah, he does. Fishman is probably just rewatching like BoJack Horseman. Yeah, he's probably. I bet you he would be into. I think you should leave. Yeah, I bet. So. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Trey, I don't think is watching anything. I think he's just locked in his music room, and Sue won't let him out. I agree. Um, Mike, I can't even pretend to get into Mike's algorithm. Oh, you know what Mike is watching? He's watching that short that's on Netflix right now, the David Lynch short about the monkey. Yeah, you're right. You're correct. That is yeah. what he's watching. Yeah, totally. Definitely. Well, we solved oh, that problem. Yeah, we did that, man. That <laughs> justice. <laughs> we got this pandemic thing wrapped up. I love how proud of ourselves we are. <laughs> It's fucking great. <laughs> Prove us wrong, world. Prove us wrong. <laughs> uh, so the last thing we have is, is a new segment for our listeners based on some positive feedback from our last episode. And this is a little segment that's going to be reoccurring that we like to call Voicemails from my sister. Good morning. I'm on my way to work. Uh, it's nothing important. I just saw an old blue Corolla, like the one you used to drive after college. And I was thinking about that time that you hit that kid, that pedestrian, on College Hill in the crosswalk, and he went across your hood and he knocked off your side mirror. And then you tried to give him money, but you didn't have any money, and you were like, I don't have any money, but I have this bag of weed. And you gave him a bag of weed, and he was stoked, and he, like, hopped away. I don't know if you ever got your mirror fixed. Love you. Bye. Is that a true story? <laughs> okay, yeah, it's true, but there are some there are, there are some qualifiers you hit a here. Pedestrian, and we're like, let me give you some weed. Okay, okay, a few things. He didn't quite fly across my hood. He more like bounced off of it. Okay, that's he better. did take my side view mirror off. I'm not saying he was playing the victim a little bit, but I don't think I actually hit him as hard as as he said. But I didn't have insurance. <laughs> oh, my God. And again, this is going back 20 years. Statute of limitations, I'm sure, has shit the bed on this yeah, one. You're fine. Uh, so I said, you know, I'm sorry. I did not have any money. I did not have any insurance. I did not give him a bag of weed. I gave him the shake that was in a tin that I had. And oh he God. was fucking thrilled. This guy was so, so happy. I was really worried he was going to call the cops. And he oh was like, God. you should look where you're going. I was like, I'm so sorry. Do you want this weed? And he was like, oh, geez, thanks, lady. <laughs> like, 
was he like a fresh like probably like a freshman yeah yeah and i was probably around that age too so i say he was a kid but i mean i was a kid then as well that's so (laughs) spectacular and the fact that my sister all right so one day i will tell our listeners all about my sister (laughs) there's a lot to tell but uh yeah the fact that my sister remembered this driving to work i laughed out loud when i got that voicemail man i love it so much but i'll tell you what this also speaks to the depreciation of the value of weed because that i think might have even have been swag i don't even think it was like good weed and right now you hit a pedestrian, you better have a QP to give them because you're not going to be able to give them a little bit of shake and get away with it. Right. But back in the day, you could do such a thing because there was high value attached. To yeah, it. man. The legal industry is yeah. ruining all of these people. I know. I know. We're going around hitting pedestrians. How many pedestrian accidents have happened that could have just been swept under the rug? Uh, were we so not readily available? How have I never all? heard that story? Like, I love that your life is so absurd that you just have stories about hitting pedestrians. <laughs> that just never. Honestly, I had kind of forgotten about that one. I had kind of forgotten about that one. That was, I swear to God, I have nine lives. And that was one of them. That was one of the times I should have been sent directly to jail. Do not pass go. Do not just $200. So uh, absurd. Uh, yeah, I know. No, well, I love this new segment. Leaves though. the house thinking about hitting a pedestrian, but if you can avoid it, Sudsy says, <laughs> try Sudsy. to avoid pedestrians at all times. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that about does it for us. We should do this again soon. Yeah, I got nothing going on, so <laughs> I don't know. I, we did solve a lot of problems today, coronavirus-wise. So I agree. I think uh, we gave a lot of solutions for problems that may or may not exist in your lives. If you have any problems that you would like us to solve next week, let us know. Yeah, you could email us <laughs> at heylotjustice at gmail.com. Are the phone lines, are they still open? Yeah, they're lighting up right now. <laughs> That's 866-555-7237. Give us a call. We're here for you. Until next time. Take care, everyone. Be well. We'll catch you on the flip side. Wash your hands. Wash them. Bye. I love you, Marianne. I love you, too. Yeah, I'll send this to you as soon as it's done. We can edit. It'll be great. Okay, yeah, it'll be good. uh... (laughs) I love that he's going to do an intro.